Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this week's episode of Damsels in the DMs. Dear Damsels, I am so bad at dating. I swear I cannot find anyone and I literally moved across the country because I thought I'd have better options. I feel like I'm so awkward with texting and communicating with people online. And then I get insecure about my profile and if my photos don't look good enough. I wish I could just meet someone IRL. Please help me best can't communicate to date. This message is intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There's some damsels in the DM. Yes, queen. <laughs> Tell us what's the vibe. Uh-huh. What's the there's some damsels in the DM. Yeah. Please tell us what's the vibe. DMs, DMs, yeah, we see them. Yeah, we read them. DMs, DMs, we don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. I'm Lauren. And I'm Ash. And today we have the absolutely amazing Erica Etten, who is a dating coach, author, podcast host, come on the podcast to give us a little bit of information about how she started her company, which is called A Little Nudge. And honestly, I feel like I learned so much about the apps, which, uh, you know, is good to know as a dating (laughs) podcast host and uh, not something that I have personal experience with, but now I feel like I can give much better advice on texting. Honestly, this is one of my favorite episodes because I I always love when we get a dating expert, dating coach, relationship coach in uh, on our podcast because they just have so much experience, have so much to talk about, and there's so much to learn. And as a single girl that's going through the emotions and the drama of dating, it is really cool to hear their perspective and kind of get a free like consultation. I was going to say, I feel like you got a lot of advice in this episode. <laughs> I did. I definitely did. And and definitely a lot to take back uh, when I get back on the dating apps. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, it sounds like I can start to allow you over Bumble because they said that the over uh, 50 and above club can make its way to Bumble and Hinge. Yes, she does have a client that is 80 years old that is on Bumble. So, so let's get into it and let you hear all about it. Hello, everyone. And today we are here with Erica Eden. Hello, Erica. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. So Erica, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, your background, how you got into the dating industry or like dating coach industry, your podcast, and you all also about a little author, nut. just everything. Yeah. <laughs> tell us all about you. Okay. Well, how long do you have? No. Um, so, <laughs> all day. So yeah. I mean, who... Who knew this was something you could do for a living, right? I certainly didn't. I studied economics in school because I thought, you know, I should do the thing that's marketable, blah, blah. So so I worked in finance for a number of years after college, and it, it, it was fine as far as desk jobs go. But on the flip side, I was a really early adopter of online dating. I'm almost embarrassed to tell you what year, but I started online dating in 2001. Nobody did online dating in 2001, but I'm like, this seems cool. You know, what did I know? So, you know, I did it on and off for a number of years. And then I sort of combined two things I really liked, online dating and uh, spreadsheets. 
you know, like you do. And initially I started the spreadsheet so I didn't accidentally write to the same person twice. I mean, this is well before, you know, swiping and Tinder and all of that stuff. This was when you had to come up with a clever username and, you know, I didn't want to accidentally write to, you know, these, these silly usernames twice. So then because of my background in economics, I thought I can calculate some things in here. I can calculate the metrics. So I started calculating my response rate. So if I wrote to someone, what was the what was the percent of people who wrote back? And then my conversion rate, like if the person wrote back, was I able to get to that to the point of going on a date? And I made little tweaks here and there and improved the results. And then of course my friends were like, what are you doing that I'm not? So I started helping friends with online dating and I was loving it. And I was sitting in a cube every day and hating it. And so, um, a little over 11 years ago, I, I quit my job. I worked at Fannie Mae at the time and started a business called A Little Nudge, helping people with online dating. So all the things that people don't like about online dating, it's hard to market yourself. It's time consuming. I don't have any good pictures. Those are all things I work with people on because whether they do online dating or not, I is not really, I don't care. But if they do do it, that's where I come in because I want to make sure people do it well and efficiently and ultimately successfully. Amazing. So do you work with other, like if I came to you and I was like, Hey, Erica, I would love for you to help me with my dating profile. Is it, is a little nudge, like a whole database that you have on your end or not database, but a platform you have on your end, or do you help me with my hinge Raya Bumble, whatever, uh, platform that I'm using the latter. So like you might go to someone who specializes in resumes or something or a headhunter if you were looking for a job. That's what I am for online dating. So yes, I will write your hinge. I will be jealous that you got on Raya, all the things. <laughs> um, and I'll make sure you're really putting your best foot forward online. Okay, amazing. Raya is not it, by the way. I know. So. I, I it. <laughs> it's just, it's really the worst. <laughs> they're all, the, I mean, they're all the same. They're all the same, exactly. And the same people are on the same platforms too. Mm-hmm. You're like, I just saw, you literally messaged me on this one and that one. Like, you just pick one and. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I also love that you sort of treated dating like a business because I think that's what so few people think to do because you're like, oh, it's my dating life. It's my personal life. Um, I shouldn't treat that like it's a business, but with anything, and we know that as actors and creators that everything must be treated like a business. Well, absolutely. And and it baffles me sometimes how people think they don't have to put in any work, yet they're going to get the results they want. And I always make it analogous to a job search. So like, let's say you get laid off from a job. You got to put together a resume. You're not going to just slop something together. You got to send it out to places and you got to go on interviews. And let's say a few interviews don't go well. You're not going to say, guess working's not for me. Like, it's just not anything that's important in life takes work. And the 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 number of people who don't see it that way is is mind blowing. I mean, I even got off a call right before um, I'm seeing you two with with a new client. It was just a coaching call, and I had her share her uh, screen with me over Zoom, and she was complaining that she wasn't getting any dates from Bumble. And I said, okay, let me see what's going on here. And she had zero profile, so no words written in her Bumble profile. And I asked her, I said how is anyone going to know what to talk to you about if you have no words? Now you're just, I mean, look, she was an attractive woman, but you're just banking on that. Like that's, 
That's not substantive. And then I looked at all of her conversation starters and it was like, hi, Joe. Hi, Robbie. And I'm like, uh, these conversations, if you could even call that, are really boring. Yet she was complaining about not going on dates. And then of the ones she was going on, not quality. But you have to put the work in to get there. Yeah. And so it's just fascinating to me how people don't correlate work and then getting results. I okay. agree. I, every time I would see anyone's profile on these apps that do, like there's no words, it's just pictures. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't, there's nothing for me there. It's like, okay, there's great. Nothing. You look good. But then what's, I can't talk. The only conversation starter I'm going to say is, Hey, Joe, right. because like, I can't like, I, or the hand wavy emoji. Like, yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then, you know, when it starts out that boring for lack of better words, it always ends with like, how's your week? I'm tired. What are you doing this weekend? Resting, doing laundry. It's like, I don't even want to know that about my friends. Why would I want to know that about a stranger? I would rather ask you something of interest. And so I always tell clients, like, if you really want to swipe right on that person who has no profile and don't know what to say, try like, look, go off the wall because it doesn't really matter. So I always say, say something like, you seem like a fill in the blank person. Am I right? Fill in the blank with whatever the heck you want. You seem like a night owl. You seem like a spreadsheet person. You seem like a, you know, anchovy on pizza person. I'm making this up obviously, Yeah. but at least it's something. Yeah. So what do you think are some of the best prompts to be using if you're on the app? Oh, I have so, I have lots of opinions about this. So on Hinge, you have to do three and I always recommend the same two and then the third can be whatever you want. But I love my simple pleasures and that's my absolute favorite because you can put a list of things. So on Hinge, for example, you get 150 characters, which isn't a lot of characters, okay? And so why not use that space to your advantage? So for my simple pleasures, you could put iced coffee fine, but that takes what, like eight characters? I can count 10, I don't know, whatever. Or you could list iced coffee in any season. Um, You know, dog walks with my dog on the weekend, Um, hummus and pita chips after work, Uh, a good old fashioned, Um, sleeping in on the weekends. Just a list of things that you like that aren't the same as anyone else. And so that list is unique to you. And that gives people what I call message bait. So essentially you're planting bait there for someone to latch onto and write to you about. They feel brilliant because they've written something relevant, but really you're brilliant because you planted it there. And a little extra little secret, if you like coffee or you drink socially alcohol, put in there what you like. So that way it makes it even easier for someone to know what to do with you on a first date. If you put that you like an old fashioned or whatever kind of drink, They'll be like, oh, where's the best old fashioned? Oh, let's try here. It makes getting to a date that much easier. I also like two truths and a lie. I know some people don't like this. I like it because people like to win, okay? So if you give them a contest, they like to win, especially men. And so two truths, it doesn't have to be anything like, I always try to to prod people. Have you ever met a celebrity? Is there a food you like that nobody else does or vice versa? Are you a lefty or a righty? Were you born in the US? Like just something to jog people, you know, to make people think about what they might put in there. Do you play an instrument? Anything could be interesting. 
Did you win a medal for something? I don't know. I don't know. Let's come up with them. What are yours? This will be fun. For two truths and a lie? Yeah. Let's be creative. I'll think of some new ones. Okay. I'm, I'm down. Hmm. Um, okay. I took, okay. I probably couldn't put this in the profile because it would sound too sexual, but um, I took flute for a month, but they told me that I didn't have enough breath and I had to quit the flute <laughs> and, and uh, pick up the violin, but I never did. Okay. That's one. Um, that's true. Let's see. You guys have to think about this too. Oh, are we going one, okay. one, and one? Okay. I, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I lived in Sweden. Okay, cool. I don't know how to swim. Okay. All right. I wonder if that's true. Um, my second thing is I sang the national anthem at a professional baseball game. I met Obama. Oh, okay. Obama's my uncle. <laughs> I think I have a decent guess at yours. Um, and lastly, I am allergic to white chocolate. Okay. I don't like peppers. Okay. I grew up in London. Okay. I think Obama is not your uncle. <laughs> and I think you wrong. love peppers. <laughs> and you think I what? Love peppers. Okay. I uh, No, the, the lie is that um, the peppers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The lies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think the lie is the national anthem. That's actually true. Wow. Oh, the way I you know. said it, the way you said it was like you were making it up on the spot. I know. Yeah. Turns out maybe I should be the actor. That's what she's doing. Yeah. yeah. No, white chocolate I don't care for, but I'm not allergic to it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, back onto the apps. Oh, yeah, back to the apps. So I like those <laughs> yeah. two prompts. And then the third one, whatever you want, just something you might have an interesting answer for. Maybe it's, a few things you're looking for in some in a partner maybe it's I like some of the ones that are like let's debate this topic but not an actual topic not like politics but more yeah. like but more like I like to mix more than three cereals together you know that's a fun <laughs> one to debate I my favorite one was typical Sunday because it I, I also like when other people do typical Sundays because you mm -hmm. get to like he loves a routine also I love my routines I love my Every Sundays routine. they're she my favorite to know everyone's routine <laughs> I think that's great I think that's great too because like my simple pleasures you could put a bunch of stuff in there and it gives you a sense of who you are yeah 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 definitely I think that's great what do you think are the best types of photos to have on your profile well so Hinge is the only one that requires six. For all the rest, I recommend five. Five is enough to get a sense of who you are without giving people too much information. For that reason, I also don't recommend attaching or linking your Instagram because mm -hmm. people will look through, find one thing they don't like, and then swipe left because of it. So <laughs> if you were to do five pictures, one clear shot of your face to start. Ultimately, people are very fast with making decisions. So you just, you want them to see what you look like, whether they like it or not doesn't matter because it's you. So just make it a clear picture of your face. Number two, a full body. People wanna see what the rest of you looks like. Number three, a picture of you doing something interesting. Maybe that's uh, something on your Sunday routine. Maybe that's uh, you eating a load of peppers, whatever. So, <laughs> um, just something again that provides message bait where someone can ask you a question about it. Maybe it's you actually with a microphone and then people could ask, oh, do you have a podcast? Are you, a commentator of some sort, you know? So that would generate really good conversation. And then the last two, just you in your element. I know people ask me, a lot of women in particular ask me, um, well, shouldn't I show I have friends? 
Okay. People aren't thinking about that, especially if you're a woman who is searching for someone of the opposite sex. Most men are not thinking, wow, she's really attractive. I don't know if she has friends. They just don't think the same as we do. Yeah. And so you can be out with friends, but crop most of your friends out. Okay. It's very clear you're out and about. But the last thing you want is one, to be compared to your friends, and two, for someone to just look so fast, not have the time to play Where's Waldo, and then swipe left because it's too much trouble. I want to play a little rapid fire with you, and you can tell me if this is like the yes or no, basically, to this kind of photo. So photos at the gym. No. Uh, Photos with fish. Wait, are we talking about men, women, everyone? Okay, we'll talk about we'll go with men first. Ash, okay. feel free to throw them in. Okay, uh, no. mirror selfies. No, especially if there's mildew. Okay. Yeah. Um, photos at parties. I mean, it depends what kind of party. If you're holding a red solo cup, maybe not. <laughs> photos with your dog, but only photos with your dog. What do you mean only photos? Like, like six photos his, with your dog? All, all of his pictures you. have his dog in them. No, he has no time for you. Ooh um photos with your mom no why why yeah why say photos alone yeah in every situation unless it's okay unless it's your dog but one picture is fine but don't borrow a dog to take a picture (laughs) because then it's like oh is that your dog no it's my neighbor's friend's brother so no oh my god you're gonna hate my Raya profile I probably am I can't wait to see it (laughs) number one I have a thousand it's like a whole slideshow of like a thousand pictures and like really quick I was really proud of it I made it in 2020 and then I put random stuff on it like my uh my longboard and like pictures that are not of me too just like random stuff that I like doing but then I also have like two or three pictures of my puppy that I fostered for like four days that she doesn't yeah. have at and all people literally are like is that your dog and I'm like what dog I don't have a dog yeah don't do that <laughs> <laughs> so less is more so don't you want people to like what they see and then want to meet you in person to get to know the real you versus looking through a hundred pictures finding one of a longboard and like nah yes this is why I'm not successful in the dating game well that'll change (laughs) once you're done with me (laughs) for actors what do you think about headshots um I think it's fine if it's like one of the last pictures it looks like you're trying too hard if it's the first one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would I would think the same yeah because it's like putting a LinkedIn profile picture in your dating app and I if I see that I'm like fuck no it's a little corny and no one wants to basically you want to look in the pictures how you're going to look when you show up on your date so let's say you have a date to a nice uh, cocktail bar after work what would you look like to show up there versus you have a date on the weekend walking with uh, your non-existent dog then what would you look like for that i'm just messing with you i'm sorry um, <laughs> please keep going so basically what do you look like in different scenarios that those are the pictures people want to see in the profile because all they care about is who is showing up on the date that's it Hmm. back to the instagram thing i i kind of have the same thing where i hate when people put their instagram on there and i made the mistake and i'll never do it again and i also deleted hinge anyways but i had uh my instagram on there because mm-hmm. I wanted people to like my whole personality is on my Instagram. Like I'm very much my like I'm not my Instagram is not an aesthetic feed. It's like it's literally Understood. who I am as a person, even my mm-hmm. own stories. It's just who I am. It's so, mm-hmm. so like 
It's t- I thank you. But I don't try. <laughs> the thing is, I don't try. I'm not trying on my Instagram page. Um, so I want them to go and like see my personality on there, but I don't like when other guys do it. But then also I deleted it for this reason because um a guy commented being like, I uh he was like, Oh, I see you're only putting your Instagram on there to get followers or something. But it was way more mean than that. And I was like, no, I don't care about that. Okay, that's not nice first of all yeah. also, second, you have a lot of followers too your, per- your person your personality yes it might be coming through on your instagram but i would venture to say it'll come through more in person oh definitely and i want people to get a sense of who you are in person versus making a bunch of assumptions from looking at your instagram that's all i'm trying to say yeah i just i just facetimed so, okay so i've been like talking to someone I've been friends with him for three and a half years through Instagram and now we're like developing something a little more than friendship how fun we FaceTime for the first time today and it was like it I didn't have that much time because I had a different meeting before this so I was like I gotta go I have two meetings after this and then I'll call you but Mm -hmm. I was so shy like I'm not a shy I don't feel like I'm a shy person in real life I feel like I have a bubbly personality and even through my texts with him like super bubbly very chatty and as soon as um he called me I like was smiling and I was like I can't I can't speak like I literally could not speak and I was like I said I straight up was like I'm shy like, I don't, I don't know what else to say, but I'm sure he asked me a question. And I was like, nah, I'm shy. Well, at least you were honest and you were nervous. Like you had a lot of built up expectation about this three and a half years of built up expectation. Who wouldn't be nervous or shy in that situation? Best thing you can do there is say, well, this is awkward. I'm a little nervous. Hmm. You know, I, I always believe in oversharing, telling someone exactly the truth because that way it completely breaks the ice and and I'm going to bet that that you know they were nervous too. Yeah, and it creates empathy with people too. It does. Um, which I think is so important in forming a connection. I want to talk to you about texting before the date, after the date, um getting to the next date and then also like we talked a little bit about the hey Joe, how's your day going conversation. <laughs> like we talked a little bit about what your suggestions are for that opening line, but also mm-hmm. I'm curious, like how to keep it going to get to the date. Okay. So this is very controversial advice, but um, since you have been following my Instagram, you may know that I don't advise any texting off of the dating app before the first date. And here's why. So inevitably something goes wrong. Someone doesn't use the phone number, just doesn't text and then the date never happens, or someone starts with the good morning, good night, kissy face emoji before you've even met, which is honestly creepy. Um, Someone says something inappropriate. Someone just drops the ball. So many obstacles you're putting in your own way before getting to that date. And I know you might say, well, if they're going to be that weird or gross, I want to know. And I'm saying, no, that takes up too much time. I would rather you just get to the date from the dating app. And I know people are like, oh, here's my number. It's so much easier. Is it that much easier? You turn on your notifications. It's no easier. And so if someone says, what's your number before scheduling a date or here's my number, I would actually say rather just so it's not a rejection and more of an upgrade. I'm not really a big texter, but I would love to meet. How's next week? Mm. Or you could be really honest. You know, I don't love texting people I haven't met yet. but let's meet next week. And if they have an issue with that, so be it. But it's the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
anecdote is not statistically significant, but anecdotally, um, there is a 60% chance of the date no longer happening if you exchange numbers before actually making the plans. Hmm. I have had guys also say the same thing uh, where it's like, oh, it's just easier, but they'll say, just DM me. It's easier. Oh, and that's worse. I immediately, no. Yeah. Or do you have snap? Oh my God. There was yeah, one guy that no. had, he looked really wholesome on his typical Sunday. It was like getting dinner with my grandma, um, going to the farmer's market, like doing You're all making the me nervous. I would <laughs> love to do. Right. So I was like, okay, wait, this is actually really sweet and wholesome. Like this is what I'm looking for. I've only gone for toxic men. This seems like maybe not a toxic man. So I, um, said, or like I matched with him on hinge and the conversation was good. And then he was like, Hey, um, uh, he was like, let's hang sometime. And I'm like, no, plan like don't just say let's hang sometime like don't leave it like that literally tell me like ask me when I'm free and then plan something and Mm -hmm. then I was like yeah for sure and then he goes um he goes do you have Instagram and I was like why do you need my Instagram like also I had my Instagram on my hinge anyways I'm like my Instagram's already there number one number two either like ask for my number but now I know not to do the number thing before the first date or just plan it. There's already, we're already yeah. chatting on this app. Why do you need to go to another app to chat? Correct. More? Exactly. Anyone who asks for your Instagram just wants to dig in and see as many pictures of you as humanly possible. Yeah. You're giving them the the, the honor of actually meeting you in person. Whatever. I, I, I agree with you. I think it's, I think it's so silly. I have to wonder sometimes if people actually want to even meet when they throw yeah. so many obstacles in their way own way you know what I mean yeah I agree agreed and what do you think about women texting first I know a lot of people have like controversy around this and especially like after the date saying like thank you for dinner or thank you for I think that's I think that's a nice gesture yeah I think it's a nice gesture especially sometimes it's hard to read people and maybe someone is on the fence about asking you out again because they don't want to be rejected and they're afraid you're not interested it never hurts to just give a little encouragement. Like, thanks again for dinner. I had a great time. Looking forward to next time. I think that's great. Okay, so you don't think that the, like, hard-to-get strategy is... No. Necessary. Gosh, no. Uh-uh. We're too old for that. We uh-huh. don't play games here, Lauren. Yeah, we don't play games here, I'm Lauren. I'm a podcast host, Osh. I'm asking leading questions. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a boyfriend, okay? I'm good. For seven years, we know. We don't play games here though, okay? Just letting you know. I I I think games are silly. I I'm a very fast texter in general. I don't care who you are. I text everybody back very quickly. If someone thinks less of me because of that, that's a them problem, not a me problem. And so like if you're texting first or you answer quicker, okay. Like that's just your personality. I I wouldn't overthink it. Don't try to game it. Don't like say, oh, I'm going to set my alarm for in four hours to text back. <laughs> it's just, it's so silly. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Go ahead, Ash. So I, I do play games, but I only play their games. And after <laughs> me calling me out, <laughs> for playing honesty, games. I love it. I play their games. I don't start any games, but I play it with my own rules. Or you don't. No, I do. So I am a fast. T- if I have my phone in my hand, then yeah. I'm going to text you back immediately. I'm not going to be like, 
Um, I'm not going to like wait four hours and then text them. But right. one of my best friends was like, who is not Lauren, uh, said <laughs> other best friend. No, <laughs> yeah, I have other best friends. Um, she was like, you're busy. Don't, don't text them back. You're busy. You're busy doing other things. And I was like, but I'm free. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah, the minute you start to overthink it, just, I, I think it, it just gets in the way of everything. Like yeah. we're all attached to our phones at all times. If you are busy, you're not going to answer till you're free. If you're not, you're going to answer. No big deal. If one text makes or breaks a new relationship, there are other issues beyond one text. Mm-hmm. So what do you think are some of the most common mistakes you see people making on the apps? And like, what do you think is the most common advice that you give as a dating coach to your clients? Um, most common mistakes, I would say first, I mean, we talked about this, just not writing a profile or writing one word here and there. Um, another common mistake is not being proactive. So like downloading the app, I mean, it's like going to the gym, right? You could, you know, pay for a membership, but if you don't go in, you're not going to hit your goals. Same thing with online dating. You have to actually devote time to it. Um, you want to stay positive, like to Asha's point earlier, when people say like, oh, I hate this online dating, blah, blah, blah. It's just such a turnoff. So whatever you're thinking, just flip it. Like I always ask clients, what are you looking for in a partner? And they'll say, I don't want this. I don't want that. And I'm like, no, let's turn it into what you do want. Mm. So anything positive, um, instead of no one night stands, how about I'm looking for a committed relationship? Doesn't that sound a lot more inviting? Yeah. Um, be honest about what you're looking for. Um, people ask me, well, I have kids. Should I share that I have kids? Well, yeah, obviously. You don't want to like surprise. I got three kids at home on a first date, you know? So so be honest about that. Oh, All speaking things- on that, sorry. Just because okay. I, I were on that honesty thing. And uh, if there's something you should share on the app, we did have this like controversial uh, topic a couple months ago, I think it was a host episode that we did. And we had a letter come in that was um, some, so th- this guy, he likes to dress up in, um, he likes to cross dress okay. and he's having trouble dating because, you know, he doesn't tell women that he likes to cross dress and then they find out later and it just ends up not being a great thing. So the, the question was, should he share on his app or on a first date that, Hey, this is what I'm into. Even if it's not cross dressing, if it's anything, any like kink or like anything that like might deter someone else away. There is a whole spectrum of things. It could be <laughs> yeah. so in, in this particular example, if it's frequent, yeah, I would put that out there. Maybe if you have five pictures, one of the pictures is wearing uh, whatever he likes to wear you know, whatever. Um, I do think that's important yeah. because it's something that's visible. It's something that's apparent. Now, something else like a sexual kink, for example, is not visible. I personally think that's something you share for when you want to be intimate with someone mm-hmm. because that's. I find it odd, to be honest, and a turn off when people have in their profile what their sexual kinks are. And it's like that leading with sex to me implies that you don't use a lot of discretion and maybe this is an incorrect assumption but it looks like you don't use a lot of discretion you're sharing that with the whole world how about just like pick and choose who you want to be intimate with so some that's visible i've worked with people in a wheelchair for example i know this is a totally different example than what you brought up but they ask me well do i put pictures that show me in a wheelchair yes of course because if you're going to meet someone you don't want them to be surprised 
And so I'd rather you go out with fewer people. Same thing like in your example, I'd rather you go out with fewer people who know the real you versus disappoint people because you've withheld information. I was advising that they should not disclose it on the profile because I felt like it would make people not want to go on a date with them. And Mm -hmm. I felt like it was better to start talking to people, form a connection with somebody that they actually like. And then once that person likes them, then say that they have this kink because I just felt like it was going to deplete their options. Well, that's also true. And there are different sites. Like, I don't know if you've heard of this site called Field, Mm -mm. um, F-E-A-L-D, which is pretty much anything goes, anything and everything. There are couples on there who are looking for a third. There are people with different sexual kinks. It's pretty much like this, you know, end all be all non-judgmental. So go on there then. And if you want to lead with that, I would say find a site where that's not just accepted, but, you know, encouraged. But yeah, yeah, I mean, generally when people lead with even certain acronyms like GGG, good giving and game, Mm. um, that's a Dan Savage coined term, which is basically like, I'm good with most things in sex. I'm not, I'm probably not defining it right. Giving like, you know, giving in sex and game for most consensual things. Even seeing that in a profile I find to be a turnoff because even though the concept is great, that's still leading with sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite app? Uh, I don't have favorites. It's whichever one you're most proactive on, but I will say the most popular right now um, are Bumble and Hinge. I like uh, Hinge. I like Hinge a lot. And do you think that you can go on Hinge or Bumble at any age? Or do you think that? Oh, yeah. Ones that, okay. So you think that you could be like somebody who's above 50 and be on Hinge? Oh, absolutely. I would say Hinge skews a little bit younger than Bumble. I don't have the numbers. I have clients in their 70s who are on Bumble. Hmm. Yeah. I have an 82-year-old client right now who's on Bumble. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. So. Any any age. Now, I would say some of the other sites like Match.com and eHarmony, for example, skew a lot older than the apps because, they've one, they've been around longer, and two, there's a desktop version. Mm, yeah. I did a commercial for eHarmony, and now everyone thinks I'm on there, and I'm like, I'm not on there. Oh, that's so funny. You you and the, the older gentleman who founded it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have more questions for you about the apps and online dating, but today's letter also has these questions. So I feel like now is a great time. Ash, would you like to do the honors? I would love to do the honors. You go, girly. Dear damsels, I am so bad at dating. I swear I cannot find anyone. And I literally moved across the country because I thought I'd have better options. I feel like I'm so awkward with texting and communicating with people online. Like I either have nothing to say, or I feel like I'm the only one carrying the conversation. I want to meet someone, but it just feels like so much effort. And then I get insecure about my profile and if my photos don't look good enough. I wish I could just meet someone IRL, but I feel like that never happens. Please help me best can't communicate to date. First of all, I think that this letter is interesting because you led with saying that you're bad at dating. And I feel like that's so mean to yourself. Like, and I don't think that anybody... One, nobody's going to find a partner if you're already being mean to yourself and negative and putting that energy out there, like you said from the beginning. But I'm interested to hear your thoughts. That was just my initial reaction. 
I agree with what you just said, Lauren. To lead by saying I'm so bad at dating almost seems like that's an acceptance of your outcome. So to say I'm so bad at dating, anything you do will now prove that. Just like in statistics, I mean, I told you I'm a nerd. Like you can find data to support whatever results you want. So I don't want it to be a self-fulfilling prophecy for you. And then you said, I swear I cannot find anyone. Well, I don't know where you live, but I assume there are people around. Um, And I literally, I'm just reading this. And I literally moved across the country because I thought I'd have better options. So I would certainly, look, I'm not reprimanding anyone for making their choices, but I generally encourage, if someone's thinking about moving for dating purposes, I discourage that because I want people to move because of their own life. Move, you know, from the East Coast to the West Coast because you want the better weather, you want the opportunities for hiking, whatever it is, not to meet someone because what I don't want is for you to go out there, look, our problems come with us. You know, I don't want you to go out there and have the same results you had in the original place and think, why did I bother moving? But you've already moved and I hope you're enjoying the new place. Next, I'll stop there and see if you have, if you guys have thoughts on that part. Well, one thing that I wanted to ask you was about um, how you advise people who say they hate the apps and are really um, unwilling to get on an app and just, you know, hoping to meet somebody in the real world. You still have to do work. So that was actually the next part of my answer. So um, this person says here, I feel like I'm awkward with texting. I want to meet someone feels like so much effort. It is effort. We talked about this. It should take effort. Online dating is not like all or nothing. It's not black and white. It's not like I do online dating or I do nothing. There are so many other ways to meet people. I just wrote three down. So one, wherever you're located, go to eventbrite.com. There are events listed for any city, okay? There are, on that, you can find anything, anything from a comedy show to a speed dating event, to a magic show, to brunch with like-minded people, to hiking groups. It doesn't really matter, you will find it. And so there is nothing preventing you from finding a few events a month, maybe one a week, one every other week, and just going. And I think going by yourself is the way to go because that that way you don't have a crutch who you can be talking to the whole time. Speed dating, you're in real life, and it's an extremely efficient way to meet people. There are a few companies. There's one called Professionals in the City. There's one called City Swoon. There is one called My Cheeky Date. (laughs) They all have speed dating events that you can go to. They're generally um, segmented by age range. So you know you're not going to get people, you know, 30 years older than you or anything like that. And those can be phenomenal. Number two, the dating app, The League. If you're on that, great. You don't get many matches or many options on The League. Generally, you get three a day if you're not paying. Using it for dating is is fine, but the best part, in my opinion, of the league is the events. So there is a tab called social on the league. You go to the social tab, and then there's a sub tab called events. They have events in your city based on age or based on interests. They might have a Labor Day pool party event. They might have a, you know, let's all meet and uh, walk our dogs together event. Those are great ways to meet people where you know 100% of the people are dating and looking. Um, Next, if you do decide to do Match.com, they also have events. 
that are segmented by city and by age. They used to call them stir events. Now it's just the last tab on the website where you can meet people that way. There are also, in every city, there are different um, newsletters and things like that. Sign up for every newsletter you could possibly imagine. I'm on newsletters for cities I don't even live in just so I know what to tell clients to go to. Yeah. You know, so I mean, my computer must be very confused about where I live. <laughs> so if you've already decided I'm no good at this, which I wouldn't recommend doing anyway, then put yourself out there in another way, because no one is just going to knock on your door. And so, yes, to a letter writer, it will take effort. And that's OK. I'm giving you permission. It should feel like effort. Any relationship I've ever had from online dating anyway, I've been the one to reach out. I've been the one to sort of keep it going until we meet. And that's okay. It's okay. Um, that's what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where this person was living and where they moved to. Because, I'm curious too. Yeah, because I want to know if it was like New York to LA or vice versa. But I know I have my own like, judgments on the dating scene in LA and I've heard similar things about New York because for me I feel like the majority of people that I go for in LA are people who have moved here from elsewhere are trying to find themselves are still lost in their journey and of course they're not going to be ready to you know be in a committed relationship um so I do wonder if she did or he or she did move from uh New York to LA or or LA to New York I don't know I mean people love complaining about their own city. I'll just say that. I get I probably get 150 DMs a day on Instagram from people and like at least a dozen every day are like, "Oh, dating in New York is terrible. Dating in DC is terrible. Dating in LA is How about just like stop using that as an excuse? There are so many people out there. You're going to find terrible people, sure. You're also going to find good ones, but you have to be open to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think people forget that dating is meeting people. So it's like, yeah, it's like saying that all the people in this particular city suck. And that's just so unfair. Exactly. Especially you live in that city and presumably you don't suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friends don't suck. My single guy friends don't suck. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think people lot, like to put a lot of um, disclaimers, you know, like this person did. I am so bad at dating or dating in in the blank city is terrible or this that and the other so that way if they don't get the results they want they can then fall back on that excuse yeah yeah and I, I also think what you were talking about earlier about how you were saying that it would be a bad idea if this person moved to somewhere that they didn't like because can you imagine like what if you were living in LA you love LA um and then you move to Washington State because you hear that the ratio is better what if you hate Washington State you already started out being negative about dating now right. you where you live like, we're just on a downward slope here <laughs> And that's the same too with like, you could also do a meetup group and people ask me, well, should I do a meetup group where I think there's going to be a lot of whatever guys or whatever? No, do one that you actually want to be doing. If you hate fishing, don't sign up for a fishing group because you're going to be miserable. Right. If you like hiking, sign up for the hiking group because even if you don't meet anyone, at least you're enjoying the hike. And then you can work out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you, might a, you know, a you might meet a, meet a friend. I mean, that's not a loss. That's a, still a gain. Definitely. Agreed. I think we need to change this letter writer into using positive terms. 
and not letting the universe give it, give our letter writer what they're asking for. I, I agree. I also think, you know, this is more of an attitude shift and obviously I can't change anyone's attitude, but I think a lot of people define success too narrowly. Like, I'm sure you know people like this who anything short of being in a long-term relationship or a marriage or whatever they want, they consider a failure. And that's just such a negative way of looking at life. Mm -hmm. If you go on three dates with someone and decide ultimately that this person isn't for you or they decide that, that's not failure, that's progress. And so people don't see it like that. And the thing is, we don't know the outcome until the outcome. And so when people have such a defined way of looking at success, they're going to be very disappointed in the process. And so I always recommend, I call it dating NATO, not attached to outcome. Because when you're so attached to this outcome of a long-term relationship, for example, every date you go on feels like an interview. It feels like you're interviewing someone for that outcome. Whereas if you go in thinking, I'm meeting a new person, let's see what happens, then any you're not so tied to one particular outcome. Maybe they'll become a friend or a business partner, or they have a friend who's a better fit for you, or a hiking buddy, or a fishing buddy, whatever it is, or you'll date for three months. I don't know. Those are all suitable outcomes. And we can't see those as failure. We have to see those as stepping stones to get you to where you want to go. Yeah. How often would you say you have to switch the mindset of your clients from like blaming the city, blaming other people, um, saying they only date one type of person to making them look inwards? All the time. Hmm. And I'm not, look, I'm not a a psychologist, uh, but I, I feel like it a lot. I can't, I can't change someone's outcome. I can make suggestions. I can tell them my philosophy is on dating. And sometimes that really gets through to people. And sometimes I'll never get through to people. I mean, the same person I was working with earlier today who, um, you know, had nothing written in the profile and was just saying, hey, on Bumble, um, everyone we looked at, she said, no, no, I don't like his hair. I don't like this. I don't like that. And I can't change that about somebody. I could I could preach day and night, like be more open-minded, blah, blah. An extra like strand of hair is not going to make a difference. But I, I, all I can do is encourage people. But my clients who do do the best are the ones who will meet just a broad range of people just to see. And they're usually surprised by who they like. Well, thank you so much, Erica, for everything that you've shared today, all of your amazing advice and wisdom. Can you please tell our listeners where they can find you? Sure. You can find me in my chair at my desk. No. Um, <laughs> yes, you can find me online, a little nudge.com. Basically everything, a little nudge. Instagram, a little nudge. Facebook, I don't really use Twitter, but Twitter, all the things at a little nudge. And I always offer a free 20 minute consultation. There's a calendar on my website. If you're curious about how I might be able to work with you, revamp your profile, I'm always happy to do that free consultation and just talk through where you're struggling and see if I might be able to help. Amazing. Amazing. Well, if this French man of mine doesn't work out, I'm going to. Ooh la la. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Erica. Thank you for having me. Thank you.
All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. As always, please write to us with your letters. We want to hear everything that's going on with you. You can visit our link tree on our Instagram and that allows you to send it as a voice note, send it to us as a DM or send it to us through our anonymous platform if you want to keep your identity disclosed. I feel like a lot of people have been doing the anonymous uh, way of reaching out to us, but someone actually DM'd us not long ago and I got so happy seeing that DM in our in our inbox and I was like, oh, yay. But we welcome anything, DMs, voice notes, the anonymous messages. Honestly, any way that you want to reach us, we're there, we're here for you. We want to hear about your struggles, your wins, any questions, anything you want us to talk about, any guests you want on here, we're here for you. And please subscribe, rate, and review us. That really makes a difference in getting our listenership up. We would really appreciate that on both Apple, Spotify, and anywhere that you like to listen to your podcasts. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. Until next time. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. DMs, DMs. We don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.